Welcome to the Basketball Update. I'm Adam Nazarelli. This is the update for May 16th, 2022. Heading right into it, we have our Eastern Conference semifinals completed. First up, we have the Miami Heat versus the Philadelphia 76ers. And this series has finished in six games. Unfortunately, Joel Embiid has let me down. Not really. He he played really well. Um, this is just more the Sixers as a whole, or more so maybe just the Heat being a really good team. Embiid can have semblance in the fact that he was number two in MVP scoring this year. He'll be in contention for some more MVP awards further down the line, I'm sure. I think the Heat's depth was something I may have really underrated in previous episodes. I, I think I mentioned last episode where Embiid was sort of the best player in the series, and typically we've seen that's where the series lies in the best player. But in this case, I think the Heat just have a lot of players doing a lot of things. Game 5, for instance, it was a complete blowout for the Heat. They won the game by a score of 120-85. to 85. And in this game, the Heat had 7 players in double-digit scoring. So that just shows how much offensive power they have in this team. It's not just Jimmy Butler, it's not just Bam Adebayo, but they have guys like Tyler Hero, Victor Aladipo, Max Struess, who can uh, who can all provide some scoring output when other guys may not be providing that. And Coach Bolster's team really carried this momentum into that game six where they won 99-90. to I think Jimmy Butler is really proven how much of a superstar he is in the NBA. Um, In this game, he scored an efficient 32 points, 8 rebounds, and 4 assists. He's sort of been a player who I've never really looked at as a, you know, the leading guy on a championship team, but maybe this will be the year where he proves me wrong. You know, all things considered, it's not all bad news for the 76ers. James Harden has publicly announced he will be coming back for next season, which should provide some relief for uh, Philadelphia's front office there. And I think this is really just what Philadelphia needs, stability, right? You know, they've had a ton of turnover when it comes to their roster, coaching, even their front office. And it's really hard to compete for a long term when you don't have that stability and, you know, that one vision of of how the team plays and how the team's going to look. Obviously, this isn't where they want it to be, but, you know, I think things are finally, we're going to see the other side of the stone here, and uh, things are going to be turning around for them. Next up, the Boston Celtics-Milwaukee Bucks series has finished up in seven games. My prediction stays true. This is the only one where I got completely right. The Celtics beat the Bucks in this series, uh, like I said, in seven games, and what an exciting series it was to watch. You know, in that game five, the Bucks sort of escaped away just by three points by the skin of their teeth. And then the Boston Celtics went back to Milwaukee Bucks home court and won the final game 109 to 81. So really blew them out the last two games. You know, I think the Bucks just it just wasn't their day in that game seven. They really struggled only hitting four threes as a team. You know, the, the Celtics, on the other hand, proved that they are a complete Swiss Army knife. You know, they were led in this game by Grant Williams, who scored 27 points, which is a career high for him. And then next up, Jason Tatum with 23 points. Now, so in the Eastern Conference Final, we have the number one seed, Miami Heat, facing off against the number two seed, Boston Celtics. So, as always, 
before we start, you know, sort of the next round of the playoff, I do my predictions. And I think in this case, I'm going to go with the Boston Celtics winning in six games. You know, the Celtics have really just been a gut feeling for me since the beginning of the playoffs. And, you know, I think they're going to continue their momentum, continue their, you know, strides as a competitive team. And I think they'll be in the NBA uh, finals this year. Next up, we have the Western Conference semifinals. First up, the Golden State Warriors playing the Memphis Grizzlies. The Golden State Warriors ended up winning this series in six games. I was really close almost in uh, predicting this series. I predicted them winning it in five. So, you know, really close. It, it's sort of a bit unfortunate that John Morant was unable to play in the final two outings um, after he sort of sprained his knee in that fourth game. It would have been interesting to see how how this series would have played out with uh, with a fully healthy John Morant. Although, that being said, the final two games were almost a little bit more competitive without him, as weird as that is to say. I mean, the Memphis Grizzlies were 20 wins and two losses this year without John Morant on the floor. So they know how to play without him for sure, but he is their superstar. You know, I think all things being said, the Memphis team has a lot to look forward to. Their general manager, Zach Kleiman, was just announced as the executive of the year in the NBA for 2022, the youngest GM to ever achieve this. I think he's 33 or 34. And, you know, he's he's going to be able to continue to build that team. Uh, the coaching staff, the players are so, so young. You know, this, this playoff is really what anyone would have expected for them. This is going to be what they're going to use to build off of in future years. And looking at this Golden State Warriors team, I mean, you know, they're almost, they're really just a veteran team now, right? I mean, these, these aren't the young guns anymore. They're the old guys when it comes to the NBA. I think they had a really leaky defense in this series. And, you know, it's going to be tough when you're facing off against Luka Doncic here in this Western Conference Finals to, you know, really stop him. But for them to win that series, they're, they're going to need to dial it in in the Western Conference Finals. But before I get too ahead of myself, Let's chat about that final series, the Phoenix Suns versus the Dallas Mavericks. Now, this is the one seed versus the four seed, and Dallas won this series in seven games. You know, I said it was possible, and it was. You know, as as we're recording, this game is actually still going. We just wanted to record a bit early because the score is currently 114-70, to 70 for Dallas with five minutes left in the fourth quarter. So, you know, there's been a lot of miracles in the, in the NBA, but uh, the Phoenix Suns winning that game is is not going to be one of them, I don't think. You know, the Suns, sorry, the Mavericks have led by as many as 45 or 44, I want to say, just completely dismantled this team right from the beginning. You know, in the four, first quarter, Chris Paul and Devin Booker, were like 0 for 10 or something like that. So, I mean, it's just tough for the Suns, right? Because, you know, Chris Paul has just been a non-factor in these last few games. He scored a combined 47 points in the first two games and really hasn't done much since. And it's potentially just going to get worse from here for the Suns. You know, they their ownership group has been known to have pretty tight pockets and DeAndre Ayton's rookie extension is coming up this year, and they're going to have to decide whether they want to extend him, potentially pay him the max, or trade him away and sort of lose all the progress they've had over these past few years. So it's really unfortunate. I was honestly hoping that the Suns, you know, won the championship this year. I think just 
you know, they're a likable team. Chris Paul has just been one of those veteran guys who's who's just always been good, who's always made his team better, but he's just he just might be one of those players who's just a phenomenal basketball player and never wins a championship. We'll have to see, but after this performance in a Game 7 elimination, I'm not really confident in this uh, Phoenix Suns team anymore. But that being said, the Mavericks played phenomenally. You know, all credit due to them. Luka Doncic, Jalen Brunson is phenomenal. I mean, he was a guy who, you know, I don't want to say was it barely on my radar, but you know, it's, it's, I didn't expect him to play as good as he was going to in these playoffs. And then, of course, Spencer Dinwiddie as well. So when it comes to predicting a Western Conference final and really ultimately what the NBA final matchup for me, I mean, look, you have the Warriors. They're an experienced team who've accomplished every team and individual award possible. Steph Curry's won the MVP. Draymond Green, Defensive Player of the Year. They've won NBA championships. I mean, Steph Curry's won most improved player. I mean, really, they've won everything, all-star teams, all-NBA teams. But this isn't the team they used to be. And I think this is really just the NBA fan in me, or I just want the new generation to sort of be ushered in this year. We haven't had, you know, sort of, you know, those late 2010s NBA drafted guys really show up and, and sort of, you know, announce themselves in the NBA yet. And how crazy would it be if we had a Boston Celtics Dallas Mavericks final? That would be awesome. So as crazy it is to say, I, I think the Dallas Mavericks might win this series. So I'm predicting them to win it in six games. Now that is the update. As always, you can find me on Twitter at Adam Nazarelli. You can find the show notes at tbu.ffmi.ca. If you like the show, we'd appreciate you sharing it with your friends. The Basketball Update is produced by Jacob Gazella in association with Forest Friends Media. Thanks to Chesterfield for the use of our theme music. Our next episode will be Monday, May 30th, 2022. Thanks for listening.